have I'm currently on break I feel like having my podcast um and having like YouTube as well which even then I'm gonna like sort of only put out a YouTube video when I feel like it because I don't want the stress of my creative projects because that's their their purpose is for creativity and to have a, a, an outlet and a way of expressing myself and I feel like when there are deadlines and you know all of that I just I just can't deal with that especially right now because um, a lot of college applications are done and I kind of want to experience just focusing primarily on what's in front of me like all the activities that I already have and um I kind of just want to like let every I just want to relax <laughs> if that makes sense and I feel like I'll probably like drop a couple episodes but when college starts um when the summer and college starts that's when I'm gonna put out season two so like stay tuned for that because by then I feel like I want to live in the now and there's this podcast I want to like you know spread like all the lessons that I'm learning and I feel like I want to allow for those lessons to to pile in rather than like documenting my every week like I kind of just want to just learn from my experiences live in the now be present with everything and then come to my podcast with new fresh experiences to tell you guys um and I I feel like it'll be more authentic that way um I mean I technically can just like say what happens within each week but I feel like I, as lessons, as I, like, learn from a bunch of situations, I, I want to, like, just, just let it happen, and then start my podcast again to document it and talk about it, um, so stay tuned for that, season one was great, I feel like, um, having a podcast is so fun, and season two will be a way more mature McKenna when I get into college and after I graduate so yeah it's kind of I'm kind of tearing up like just thinking about it like the fact that this was a podcast I started last year I think this is probably around like the the anniversary of it um it's been a year since I started my podcast and um I think between the next couple of episodes it'll be the anniversary so like I've experienced a very stressful point of junior year um and it's it's crazy how technically I'm almost done with senior year I'm halfway through so just so many experiences that um like it it sounds like a, a short amount of time but a lot has happened within this year and I've learned so much and my mindset is like I'm I'm healthier mentally than I was a year ago. So, I'm glad that I had this podcast to document everything and um you know next year it'll be lit. <laughs> as college starts and as I graduate from high school, I'm sure I'll have so many stories, so much more content because I'll have stories to tell and it'll be amazing and I'm excited to continue my podcast because I'm not I'm not ending the podcast like that's not gonna happen anytime soon so yeah
Now, for this episode, I want to talk about therapy because around the time that I started my podcast, um, that was one of the things that I really needed at the time. So a couple months after starting the podcast, I officially started therapy and um, it was... It was, it was definitely an experience, and I loved it so much, so I'm just going to talk about that. But first, I'm going to talk about my weekly faves, because I feel like when I love things, I just want to, I just want to put everything out there, um, because I think that's another thing I'm going to miss about the podcast, like, just sharing with everyone, like, um, the shows and the books and the songs that I love, but um, I need this, so I need this break, so... Um, yeah, I'm just going to talk about it now. Um, for weekly faves, recently, I think it was Monday, because I'm on, like, a a break this week, so Monday, I, like, binge-watch this series called Mortel. It's, like, a French, uh, TV show on Netflix, and it's, it's absolutely amazing, like, I absolutely loved it. Um, how do I describe it? Basically, this boy's older brother was kidnapped. His name is Sofian, and his um, older brother was kidnapped. So he and this other kid at his school sort of make a deal with this like this god. This how do I just like a god basically, and um, it's more like a demon sort of thing. It's kind of like yeah, there's just, it's just, they're trying to figure out who was the killer, and it's just, it gets pretty dark, but it's such a good show, I, I love it so much, and I'm surprised, like, you know how, like, Elite is a Spanish show that a lot of people, even in the U.S., were watching, I'm surprised Mortel wasn't getting as much, like, traction, um, like, as shows like Elite, which was international, and was still a high school show, but, Mortel, I just check it out. It's M O R, M O R T E L. So like, it's spelled with an E instead of an A, and it's it's so good. It's so entertaining, and I binge watched it in a day. So I'm sure you can too, um, but I just loved it. Um, Terrace House, basically. Terrace House 2019 to 2020. Um, I know there was recently like the part two that came out, um, on Netflix. I binge watched that in like three days, like. A couple weeks ago like literally as it came out I binge watched it and now I'm watching it on a bunch of websites <laughs> a bunch of random websites that I find it on I'm just watching like the live series because in Japan they get updated on the show every week whereas in the in the U.S. we only get like we get the full season months later like so we still have to wait for the recent episodes and I'm watching it live now because I'm finding it on different websites so I'm caught up um the same way that people in Japan are and I'm (laughs) bro bro I really wish like they updated so on Netflix so then it wouldn't be like a spoiler but bro I there's just so much going on and I love Tara's house so much because it's it's not like US type of drama, but it's like it's Japan style drama. So like 
there there's stuff happening in the house and there are people there that are sort of annoying me like you you know honestly I'm not I I actually don't have a specific person that I hate on that show like I feel like I'm more devil's advocate but let's just say I really like Hannah um the wrestler the, the wrestler girl with pink hair I really like her <laughs> so when you guys are cut up just know that I am on her side through all of this <laughs> so when you like meet the new girl from Russia and all that like just know I'm on Hannah's side like I don't care but I don't hate anyone on that show I actually I understand what's so charming about a couple of the, the characters and I understand why people would like um the other characters so I don't I don't hate anyone on the show and it's very it's very nice um and I'm I'm pretty entertained by what's going on so yeah watch the show guys watch it terrace house tokyo 2019 to 2020 if anyone's never watched terrace house i i mean every all of this series are like nice because there's different types of locations and different cast members in each season um in each type of terrace house and then like they tend the members tend to switch out with every season within that location so it's there's just a lot going on it's it's very entertaining though so I say watch Terrace House Tokyo because that's the one that everyone's watching now so I'm just saying <laughs> yeah and you know how people are like so into Love Island like I'm so into Terrace House um and I haven't been caught up on Love Island either like I watched the last um season with with Amber um but and Yuande and all them, and, um, I haven't been watching, like, the recent season, because I know there's another season that came out, but I feel like I'm afraid that it's either gonna bore me, because I, I feel like I had time in the summer, like, I had, I didn't have time, but I had time, you know what I'm saying? Like, so the times when I, I, I was available to watch Netflix and watch shows, I'd put on Love Island, but in reality, I feel like Love Island is a bit of a cycle, so I feel like there's a, I could understand why someone would get bored by it. And that's why I'm afraid of watching it. Cause I'm like, I'm going to get bored, but like, I kind of want to know who ends up with who, you know? And I heard that like, apparently it's a bit, you know, in terms of like diversity and inclusion this season, apparently I haven't seen any of the characters, but apparently it isn't as it, it's, it isn't hitting as hard in terms of diversity and inclusion, inclusion, at least in, like, terms of who's dating who or, or something along those lines. At least that's what I heard. So I'll, I'll probably check it out. And, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> another update. Studio Ghibli, <laughs> they said, like, around 21 of, like, 21 movies or shows or whatever well they make movies but around 21 movies are coming to Netflix in February and I am hype period because Studio Ghibli you don't understand how it like like I just I'm just so happy that more people get access to the movies but also just like having access to the movies in my hands and and I feel like Studio Ghibli in itself is a form of therapy and that I don't that I don't think that's a reach. I don't think that's a reach at all because like it's so soothing and the 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 problems that everyone has and the worlds that the studio creates it's it's so beautiful and I'm just I'm so excited like 
guys, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready and I'm gonna binge watch and rewatch a bunch of the movies because I've watched so many Studio Ghibli movies. You don't like it's it's it really like wow. I'm so happy. Spirited away, Ponyo, my friend to- my <laughs> my friend to Totoro. To- I'm sorry. I should cut that out because I just is it my neighbor? Okay, either way, I watched that movie and I loved it too, okay? So <laughs> forget my mistakes. But I'm just excited. So that's that's something to look forward to. Um this morning I finished Children of Blood and Bone. I was just reading all of it and I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy I finished it. I'm a bit like like I get the ending, but it's like you know, I know that the reason why it ended is so that, like, we could, like, get the next book because I have questions that need to be answered, um, and I, I guess I'm gonna have to get the next book, but for now, I'm gonna be reading The Power of Now. I'm gonna start it, like, later today, um, because that was one of the book. that was the book that I got on the retreat, um, for free, so, like, I'm gonna read it, and my sister, when she came back from college she brought like about like five books for me and it's like books on poetry and um creative writing uh media and creating like editing videos and film and all that stuff and how to like conduct an interview so I feel like that would be really huge for my podcast um I just yeah it's there's just so much reading that I want to do and there is another project that I want to take on right after this season of my podcast ends and right after I like put out this next YouTube video like after I'm gonna start (laughs) I'm not talking correctly right after I'm gonna focus on this new podcast I mean this blah this new project that I'm working on and I'm not telling anyone what it is yet I think I told a couple people and I guess the reactions that I got weren't as like you know as crazy as I wanted or as supportive as I wanted so I'm not telling anyone else and I'm sure by now they forgot anyway so that's cool too but I'm gonna like really work on this project and I'm going to improve and put something out anonymously and in terms of that project. So I don't plan on promoting it anytime soon on my social media or my podcast. So I'm just, I'm just going to put it out and it's going to be fun and just something, another outlet that I I want to try. Because I feel like with all of these outlets that I have, I'm just trying and trying and trying and I, I, I want to experiment more. Um, so I don't want it to feel like a chore. I just want to experiment and I want to really like put my focus into that, see where it gets me. And if I'm not satisfied, then I'm not satisfied, but at least I can say that I did it. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's it for my weekly phase. And now we're going to go into the main topic, which was therapy. Um, like I said, around that time, I was very stressed out with school, and I started therapy. My mom looked on this website called Therapy for Black Girls, and um, because I'm a black girl, like, I, I definitely recommend it for any other black girls that are, like, looking for therapists. Um, it's a great way to find someone who looks like you, 
and understand your experiences. Um, I feel like going to therapy, I, I was already, I already liked the setup. She had like a Himalayan salt lamp. She had this huge like plant right next to the seat. It was just a nice place. There was um, a lot of art around the entire firm. And when I got into the room, it was just, there's this nice fur uh, drape over the couch. And I, I'm just, I'm just always, I don't know if it's vegan fur. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, don't, I, I, I don't know. It was just nice and comfortable. So, um, um, it was just really nice. And I feel like therapy, like, taught me so much about myself, um, the ways that I react to certain situations when I'm anxious, and how I can sort of combat the symptoms that come with that. If I'm getting anxiety attack in school, or in the middle of a classroom, um, something that I could do is count colors right next to me, or I could stop and think outside of myself, like sort of pretend that you're looking at yourself right now, what would you say to yourself? Um, There's just so many techniques that she's taught me and so many ways that I can navigate my anxiety um, socially and just in general. Um, Well, technically social anxiety was something that we were tackling, but um, I had stopped going. My therapist is now a mother, so um, she's on maternal leave. So basically, um, we didn't really get to go into that, but like, there was still a lot that I learned. And there's this thing called EFT, where basically, um, I forgot what that stands for, but it was a tapping method where you, where something is irritating you. Like, my example, she said, think of a situation that, like, irritates you or, like, upsets you and you can't get your mind off of it. And I thought of this argument that I had one day um, with with a family member. And I it just bothered me so much. And basically, you tap specific parts of your body and say, this irritation, something, something. And, like, you keep on saying it over and over again. And you, you, you keep tapping um, your face over and over again until, like your feeling and the emotion that you have or that negative emotion that you have for it is like down to like a zero and you no longer feel it anymore and it worked (laughs) as odd as it sounds it really did work and that situation that really like every single time I thought about it it stressed me out and I feel nothing about it like like when I say it like even when it's it's in my mind right now and I, I feel nothing towards it and it's such an interesting like it's so interesting and there's a chart for it that you gave me and it's 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 crazy it's actually crazy um and I feel like that's when I realized how much I needed therapy and how much this has like impacted the way that um the way that I see the situations that happen around me um one thing that she like promoted heavily for me was meditation and you know after going to a meditation retreat I realized how much it does help and the reason why she like was so you know like McKenna I think you should try meditation and it's it's, it'll help you a lot and I wasn't taking it seriously um but I've been taking meditation more seriously and that's an episode I'll go into in season two as well um my experience with meditation because 
you know, I'm still I'm still not consistent with it now, but I am working towards that. And after like a couple of months of being consistent, um, then I'll put out an episode on the ways that it's impacted me um, mentally, emotionally, uh, in the way that I interact with everyone. Because, you know, after that meditation retreat, I like notice a lot about how I interact with the people around me and um, the way that I perceive just life in general. So I feel like after a couple months of doing that, I, then I'll like talk about it and it'll be more um, obvious to me um, the way that meditation sort of, you know, impacts me <laughs> or whatever. Um, I, yeah, I feel like I, I was ha- very happy <laughs> when I was doing meditation. Like I wasn't, okay, my there's this common misconception though that like it's going to like you're going to be this happy person 100 percent and 24 7 but that's not true at all I still had down days it's just you know being able to tolerate those bad days and being able to um just yeah tolerate the bad days how to work through them talking through those days and realizing why these things bother me because in reality let's say you know there's this couple right and they literally annoy you and every single time you see them you roll your eyes or you suck your teeth now why why do you roll your eyes and suck your teeth why do they annoy you because they're not doing anything wrong by being a couple it could be insecurity it could be loneliness like you have to sometimes see that certain situations and certain emotions are literally just a mirror like like you're feeling towards someone else if you mirror them back at yourself there could be some real underlying issues that you just haven't tackled yet and I think you know with therapy it allows you to really realize those issues and because your therapist is a professional they're also telling you how you can you know, work through these issues, how you can sort of, you know, how do I say this? How can you work with these issues? Like, how can you work with your insecurity? What can you do to work on your self-esteem and your self-confidence? So with therapy, you'll realize, like, what's the problem and how you can work with it. And I think that's so important. And I feel like that's what helped um, the way that I perceive myself and, like, all of these things that I've just changed and the shift that I've seen within myself. um, It's really helped in that regard. And I feel like I don't take people's um, what they say or do to me as personally because I realize that, you know, sometimes people are projecting. (laughs) Sometimes people are projecting their um, insecurity they they could be, I, I don't know, I see it around me a lot where there are some people who, like, have these outbursts or say certain things that are just so uncalled for, and I'm just thinking, well, why are they upset about this? But you have to realize that, you know, I've been in that situation before, um, and I've been upset by little things like that as well, so maybe they just haven't worked through that. And I feel like even if this specific person that I'm thinking about even heard me say that they would think it's hilarious because I just don't think I don't know I just feel like there's certain things that they don't really take seriously um and I feel like there's a lot of work that we all have to do within ourselves so it's like I I understand them 
I'm also like, yeah, I understand their skepticism towards mental health as well. So, um, I don't know. I just, I, I, yeah, (laughs) it's just a lot that I learned through therapy and I'm happy that I, I learned it and I was able to, to, to at least peek into that side of myself. Um, and I, I, I still have a journey to go through. I still have a long way to go in terms of my mental health. Um, and I will up you update you guys with that um next next season like I said um so yeah I feel like if anyone has questions on therapy also like I I'm I'm sure there's a way that you can I'm gonna link my Instagram in the description though and the notes so if anyone wants to dm me questions like that'll be cool um and I'll address them in season two so yeah now it's on to are you curious about it but this time I need to like research for are you curious about it which is a segment in which I like talk about topics or like do research um for things I want to discuss with readers I mean listeners sorry um but I I didn't do research this time instead um I just want to talk about the black community and our attitude towards mental health because I feel like we tend to sort of make it seem as if it's this other thing that only like you know white kids white suburban kids go through only white suburban kids go through mental health issues and get suicidal thoughts when that isn't the case at all anyone of any walk of life can go through depression can go through anxiety can go through ptsd can have schizophrenia can have all these all these mental um things happening to them like their paranoia there's just so many things that people in the black community especially especially like I I don't see why it's so surprising to anyone if I'm being honest like there's some black people who live in the projects who can have anxiety over over or paranoia because of their neighborhood um there are black people who could have a level of anxiety or stress that comes with being a black person in America that comes with um knowing about police brutality and knowing about um the levels and the rates of black men being wrongly accused and mass incarceration and all these things that come with anxiety and and what if that were me that kind of worry so I feel like I don't see why it's so hard to believe and I feel like of course like at least in my home I've noticed a shift towards the attitude of mental health um and I think Specifically because, you know, when I was younger, the the common um, saying, and I'm sure some of you guys can relate to this too, is like, keep crying and I'll give you something to cry about. Like if you cry or if you um, express some sort of emotion, it's sort of like, you shouldn't, why, why are you crying? Like, I I remember I was watching this episode of um, uh, Red Table Talk with Jada Pickett-Smith, and she was talking about the ways in which she would be offended by her daughter's tears. Like, she wanted her to be strong, and, like, if she cried, she would say, take it over there. And that's exactly what I'm talking about in the ways that, you know, our parents would want us to be strong and would want us to, like, if, if we're expressing our emotion anyway, it was it's just offensive, it's uncalled for, and it's sort of, like, 
unintentionally basically teaching your children to bottle up their emotions entirely and I feel like it, it's it's not addressed as much and I feel like of course with my like generation z I feel like we will probably be very very different in the ways that we parent our children but um yeah I just I just feel like that's something that I've been reflecting on recently and I've been thinking about and you know hopefully this will like allow for some discussion within the community and allow for some discussion within your family or you or like some sort of reflection and um yeah I feel like yeah I just I think we should that like that's also evident in like the recent Summer Walker situation where she has you know social anxiety and a lot of like particularly people from the of the black community um have been very outspoken of it and have been making jokes about it but honestly I don't think it's a problem that she just wants to make music a record deal and a record label comes with a lot lots of opportunities and lots of money so I feel like the people who are saying like oh she she got a record deal or she she has a deal now so why does she get to you know not perform like I feel like it's fine if you have a record deal and don't perform I don't think that should be a problem if she wants to make music and not show herself or perform or dance in front of a a crowd of people I don't see the problem with that um and I think the fact that people are so dismissive of her her sorry wait a minute the fact that people are so dismissive of like her 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 announcement of social anxiety I feel like that is a problem in itself because I can have a passion for um podcasting for example and not feel comfortable being in front of a crowd of people because right now I'm in my closet bro I'm in my mom's closet recording this episode I don't know exactly who's listening to my podcast right now and I, I do see the numbers and I do see how many people support and I, I'm very grateful for it. But it's like also I don't necessarily like feel the need to go in front of a huge crowd of people. And I know that there's a level of anxiety. There's a level of judgment. I will be seeing people's faces. I will be in front of people. It, it's so it's so much it's so it's so different. And um, I just I don't know we shouldn't put this pressure on someone to do a performance like that and I feel like it's it's so obvious why she named the tour the first and the last tour I think that's what it was called but yeah I just it, it, it upsets me to see um black people like in the black community just make jokes about mental health and take it as a joke or not take it seriously and I it, it's really upsetting because it's something that we should be taking seriously and we should understand. Um, and I and I think it'll be cool to support an artist from on from you know, from our homes or just you could still buy her album. You can still find other ways to support her financially without going to a concert, like honestly. But that's my take on it anyway. So Thank you, guys. I feel like that's all I have to say for now. Um, 
I don't know. Yeah. I just, I sort of feel like I rushed through that. But, I mean, technically this episode is about 30 minutes long. So, um, I guess I got out as much as I, I, I felt like I could. But, anyway, thank you guys for listening. And goodbye.